Hello everyone, Testimony Tuesday today, and Jody, we have one testimony to look at together, and would you like to read it? Yes, yes, it's so wonderful to be able to read these testimonies and to rejoice in the gospel of Jesus Christ and how it transforms our lives. And today we have a testimony from Abby, who took the weight loss boot camp course, and she says, During the weight loss boot camp course, I got to know the Lord at a deeper level. I experienced a greater understanding of God's love for me through what Jesus did for me at the cross, and I got a deeper understanding of the significance of the cross in my daily walk with God. I was moved to tears many times through washing at the cross. The best part is that this refreshing is not a one-time thing. It's a continuous washing at the cross, submitting to the leading of the Holy Spirit that leads me to deny the gratification of my flesh as I look forward to the day that I will be done with sin in the mighty name of Jesus. I've learned to eat when I have hunger pains and start, stop, sorry, and stop when I feel comfortably full. This shift is huge for me because in the past, I would continue eating after I was full, which led me to overeating and weight gain. I've learned to include exercising in my battle plan. I've also, I am also working on having a healthy sleep pattern of about six hours every night. I feel lighter because I learned to lay down my burdens at the cross and exchange them for the easier yoke that Jesus gives to me. My clothes fit better, I feel confident, and I feel that I am God's will for losing weight and developing a healthy, God-honoring way of eating. I am thankful to Jesus for allowing me to experience this liberation from bondage. The Weight Loss Boot Camp course was a wonderful course that helped me to apply what Jesus did for me at the cross to my daily life. It showed me how God's word and his gospel addressed my sin of overeating and many other sins with a sense of hope, strength, and claiming victory all along the way by the power of the Holy Spirit and the mighty name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Amen. Isn't that Amen. beautiful? It is beautiful. You can just hear her joy. Yeah, and it it's a good <clears throat> testimony because it shows the power of God. You know, we... We look at the Thessalonians and Paul says to them, we know brothers and sisters loved by God, that he has chosen you because our gospel came to you not simply with words, but also with power, with the Holy Spirit and deep conviction. Yes. And so it's not just uh, learning to say some words. The, the gospel, when it's truly believed, comes with power. In fact, later in the Thessalonians story, it says that uh, they turn to God from idols to serve the living and true God. So this is the power of the gospel. I used to have food as an idol. I used to have sexual impurity as an idol. Uh, substances were an idol. Lots of many things were an idol. Um, and yet when I heard, received, believed the gospel, there was genuine power. The Holy Spirit is powerful. Uh, the resurrection power of Jesus came to me and brought me out of the grave of sin and set me free. And this is what happened to Abby, isn't it? It is. And I think it's really significant that you brought in those verses from Thessalonians because so many of us, maybe we grew up in church or we went to vacation Bible school or we did these different types of things and we heard the gospel and we know the gospel and we're very familiar with the gospel, but it hasn't come to us in power. It hasn't actually changed our lives. We're going to church on Sunday, we're hearing whatever it is we hear, we're exhorted, we're whatever, 
and um, and maybe we hear the gospel and we agree with that and that's great and then we go the rest of the week living as if the gospel has no impact on our lives or a minimal impact but we still have these idols and it's evident we don't look anything different than the world right but when the gospel comes to us in power now there is something that shifts inside of us like Abby says there was this big shift in her life and now she's relating to food differently and many other sins she called it um, which is every one of us right we all have struggles we all have many different types of things that we're wrestling with but the joy of the gospel is that when it comes to us in power it enables us to let go of those idols and to become free and that is just beautiful I just oh, I rejoice so much in reading her testimony and I, I was with her she goes I was moved to tears many times washing at the cross and I think this is one of the key elements in our freedom is that washing at the cross not just on Sundays or Wednesdays or whatever day that you have a small group but every day coming to the cross and remembering what Jesus has done for us so that our, our we can hear the Holy Spirit who teaches us to say no to deny uh, to gratifying our flesh and yes to living in the gospel spirit you know living in the truth of the gospel yeah amen to that you know um, when we talk about tears yeah. um, it, there are several things to consider you know Abby was moved to tears and also moved to change yes um, Esau wept and yet experienced no change Orpah wept but went back to her gods mm -hmm. so we're not talking about being emotionalized and having no change right. but Jody I'll tell you with if, if a person truly turns and looks at the cross and sees the love of Jesus being poured out for them right that he is actually burdened down by their sin right. and being crucified to pay the penalty of their wrongs. I don't know how you can't be moved to tears and to change. Right. For example, in one of the Gospels, Jesus talks about you will either fall on this rock and be broken mm -hmm. or the rock will fall on you and you'll be crushed to pieces. All right. Now, the first one is talking about when you fall on the gospel rock mm -hmm. and you see the love of Jesus being poured out for you and it breaks your heart and it circumcises your heart and you end up broken mm -hmm. and healed and put back together. Yeah. Um, the other is talking about at the end of time when the Son of Man will come and destroy those who have not believed and obeyed the gospel of Jesus Christ. Right. So we don't shy back from tears. How often have we wept both over our sin and over the son who paid for them? Right. And it moves us not only to tears, but to repentance. Right. And for me, it's so many happy tears. I, yeah. Right. There's just, I yeah. read Abby's story and it gives me happy tears mm -hmm. because I'm so thankful that she's experiencing. It's like we're sharing this beautiful, wonderful thing of uh, the beauty of the gospel together. Yeah. And she's my sister and, and I'm happy for her. Yeah. Right. So there is a, there's tears of sadness, um, uh, regret, remorse, whatever you want to call it, uh, where we realize what our sin has done to Jesus, yeah. but tears of joy 
to know that our names are our sins are forgiven. Our names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life. We're yeah. we're united forever in life. Yes, and in Jesus. The tears come. We are partaking of the hidden manna. We yes. get a new name. We get a hope and a future. Yes. You know, we get the the burden and the weight of sin lifted off of us. Yeah. We no longer are we staring at idols and bowing down. Right now we are seeing the Son of God in His love for us, who went so far as to, to suffer under the weight of our sin, that we might be free. Yes. Beautiful. Yes, thank you yes. for doing this uh, testimony Tuesday with me, Jody. Oh, thank you. It was wonderful. <laughs>